Welcome to Jefferson Parish Pulse, powered by JEDCO, a podcast designed to showcase the businesses, organizations, and individuals that make up the heartbeat of the Jefferson Parish economy. I'm your host, Kelsey Scram. For every profession, every four plus year degree, you have two associate degree jobs that are needed and seven industry-based certification jobs that have to support that professional. We're trying to find the gaps and build the bridges so our students can acquire buildable or stackable skills for high demand, high paying jobs. So it's slowly coming together. That's Lisa Barback, the Executive Director of the West Bank Business and Industry Association. Lisa has been the Executive Director of the organization for more than nine years. The West Bank Business and Industry Association is the premier business organization for the West Bank serving businesses in Jefferson Parish and beyond. This is a member-driven organization, and the members are so actively engaged in a wide variety of initiatives, which you will hear about today. The West Bank Business and Industry Association has enjoyed a long and successful partnership with JEDCO since our inception. We are lucky to have them as allies in many of the big projects and initiatives that we continue to drive forward year over year. On this episode of the Jefferson Parish Pulse, Lisa and I talk about some of the hot issues that the WBIA has set their sights on in recent years, including lots to talk about with workforce development and insurance. We also discuss the things that really set Jefferson Parish apart as a premier destination for business, and we dive deep into some of the trends that Lisa has seen change during her tenure as executive director of this important local business organization. Lisa, thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks for having me, Kelsey. I appreciate it. Well, let's start with some introductions. Lisa, can you tell us a little bit about the West Bank Business and Industry Association? What is it? All right. So West Bank Business and Industry Association, we call it WBIA um, because it is a mouthful, (laughs) Uh, was originally formed by business owners along the Harvey Canal, so the old Harvey Canal Industrial Association, the HCIA. It's the oldest group that's been serving this area for over 70 years. We empower members through education and information while serving as a connection to local and state officials. So many of my businesses are small businesses and don't have the staff to solve growing pains. WBIA can become an extension to those members' um, businesses. and it, We're just a liaison. Gotcha. How many members would you say that you currently have? (laughs) Numbers. It's such a data (laughs) game. Uh, I know what you're talking about. We probably have 375 members for big numbers. But the way our membership is, is really by company. So let's call that a unit, about 117 units. But like you said, there are some businesses the CEO doesn't make all the decisions. Maybe there's a CFO. Maybe, you know, the C-suite has broadened in our lifetime. So we realize management doesn't go vertical anymore. It's really horizontal. And all those people can come into the meetings now. Oh, that's so great. And I mean, a, a lot of these, and we'll, we'll kind of talk about this actually right now. I can just jump into that. But the WBIA stretches beyond Jefferson, so you're actually you have um, activity happening in multiple parishes on the West Bank, um, and all of these different business organizations can jump in and engage. Can you just talk a little bit about that? 
Right. We're probably a little bit of the unicorn because while we were based in Jefferson and obviously the focus is still there, um, Plaquemines Parish and Orleans Parish, Algiers at least, mm -hmm. is all West Bank. So we do have members that come in from all different parishes, which has expanded um, our awareness and it has helped because it's a more regional aspect so we get to see the West Bank as a whole. And do you find that there um, are a lot of, is it a, are there a vast array of industries that are engaging or is it more, do you see more of one industry than another? Vast array, yeah. okay. I'm gonna go with that. <laughs> um, it used to be Harvey Canal businesses. They expanded that to Harvey Canal businesses, the service companies, and um, probably in about 2014, 15 is when the name change occurred. There were a number of Jefferson officials that came to W, well, HCIA at the time and asked if we would open membership to all West Bank businesses mm. because there was no rep representation at the time. Interesting. So we put it to a member vote. They all agreed um, that it would be a good idea and it also created the new name. So the new branding went from HCIA to WBIA. I watched the transition to the WBIA and I, I do love that it, you know, you're offering that to a large, larger audience. That's great. Um, and I think that's such a key um, piece for, for the West Bank businesses. It's, it's huge. Yes. WBIA does a lot. Um, what are some of those key initiatives that are being powered by the organization right now? Where are you focusing um, your efforts and, and energy? Workforce is um, very big, high priority. We do not have a pool of workers, of skilled workers. Uh, insurance, crime with the homelessness and litter, um, that's, I guess, the biggest thing right now for businesses is the trifecta of insurance. Auto, property, flood, um, we are really hurting in that area. So. We've been working with different groups to see how we can move that needle and make it make some improvements across the state. I'm really glad that you mentioned that one because that's a big hot button topic for Jedco as well. I mean, I think we we just have um, we're trying to build you know a coalition of partners that are coming to the table to push out some messaging to those insurers to let them know to that it's, you know, it's, it's okay to, you know, insure in our state. And I'm sure that the WBIA is involved with that as well. Um, it's just, it's a, it's a huge, I mean, it's a huge issue right now. I think it's, it's more like the big river boat and it's going to take a lot of skill and patience to mm -hmm. turn it around. Mm -hmm. uh, right now, we do have a new Louisiana insurance uh, commissioner that's coming in. He's making some, he's talking about making some big changes. We'll see what happens. Um, WBIA is involved with different coalitions. The flood is one coalition. You know, the it, it's it's all trying to bring those ideas together mm -hmm. so we can we can turn the ship around. Yeah, because you want this to be a place where businesses want to to operate, where people want to live, and insurance is a big piece of that. And so knowing that we have organizations like the WBIA uh, 
helping to, to steer that boat in the right direction, I think is really important. So kudos to you guys for, for that work. That's fantastic. I also want to talk about workforce because that is certainly something that's near and dear to Jedco as well. And actually, you were on this show last season talking about workforce. And so I think it's great that you're back and that we can talk a little bit more about it. But that's really been a hot button topic, right? So not just here in Jefferson Parish, but across the country. Can you talk about why workforce development is so vital to the economy and what role the WBIA plays in supporting those efforts around creating a pipeline of skilled workers? Uh, This is one of my pet projects. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) I think America has rode on a four-year college or bust for way too long. We have a shortage of skilled workers. We have enough engineers, but no one to actually build the rockets. Mm. We have doctors with a major shortage of nurses and medical assistants. The federal government demands that everyone have access to internet and no fiber techs Mm. to install it. Mm -hmm. The legislation just passed Fortified Homes Program. There's a backlog because we don't have people certified to install the roof. We live in Louisiana, where we have a fabulous working river. It takes a lot of workers to keep up with the first world demands that we require. Maritime jobs are great for people who love the river, working outside or on near the water. For every profession, every four plus year degree, you have two associate degree jobs that are needed, and seven industry-based certification jobs that have to support that professional. Mm. We're lacking, and we've been behind the ball for a long time. WBIA works with the high school career technical programs, the community college industry-based certification programs, and the Jefferson Parish Workforce Development Board. We're trying to find the gaps and build the bridges so our students can acquire buildable or stackable skills for high-demand, high-paying jobs. So it's slowly coming together. The Jefferson Parish High Schools offer classes in skill training that are now buildable skills that a student can actually graduate with an associate degree. Some students are even dual enrolled at the local community colleges. So with the stackable skills, a student can actually continue to the four-year universities if they choose to. Think about an auto mechanic class in high school that gives a student a great edge if they're looking to be an engineer. So LSU would love to have that guy. A medical assistant program lets you get a taste of what nursing would be like. And then, of course, there's welding, heavy-duty equipment, fiber optic technician, machine shop, computer coding, auto body shop, construction. There's so much. The list really goes on. And so many people don't realize it's available Mm -hmm. at the high school level. So if we can push that out as really good, clean jobs and careers, um, I think that's our first step getting that awareness out there. And we have tried to do some awareness campaigns. It is helping. Uh, Dr. Gray at Jefferson Parish Schools has been a great help. They now have a workforce director. Mm -hmm. Uh, Kelly does a great job. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's things that are happening to improve it. Yeah, we actually just worked with Kelly and JP Schools on um, a couple of uh, student tours of, of a couple of the manufacturing facilities in Jefferson Parish. 
and I was lucky enough to go along on those trips so that I could document it for you know That's social great. media and all of the you know just sharing that story and it was so exciting to see these kids just like their eyes lighting up at the opportunities that were available to them which I think is just something that we just need to keep sharing because once they see it and they can see that there are like jobs that are out there for them things that they're interested in places right. where they can make a lot of money <laughs> and it's good yeah at it. yeah good at it. it was just and they were asking questions I was so impressed I thought it was just the coolest thing so I I hope we'll continue to do stuff like that because it it really I think is I mean it changes the game a little bit when you're pushing that messaging out in that way and getting them to see hands-on you know exactly what that looks like for the future so um again another that's just a really important important piece of the overall economic development strategy and we're so grateful that wbia has been doing so much in that in that arena so that's really great it keeps me busy (laughs) (laughs) i love it though i mean i think and it's so clear that you're so passionate about it and i highly encourage everyone to go back and listen to the episode Um, from last season, I think it was maybe episode nine um, from season five, where um, Lisa talked a lot about some of the work that's being done in that arena. We really got deep into talking about workforce. And so it's it's a great opportunity to hear some of the things that that WBIA is doing, that the Workforce Board is doing. It's just really, really important. So thank you. Um, How does it make you feel to have a hand in some of these projects that are really supporting our workforce and our industries on a regional level? Well, like you just said, there is nothing better than when a student gets that first industry-based certification in their hand. This isn't a school test that they're taking. It's the actual industry people that come in and test the skills. So when you do get that IBC, you know it's real. It's not their mama telling them. It's not the teacher telling them. This is a real tool that they can use. And it's amazing to see the students at work in the classroom. We do those tours with the students to area employers. And when, they, when you learn that they applied there, they got a job, it's a, it's a win-win. I mean, the employer gets a much needed employee and the student goes straight to work with the skills they have in hand. It's, it's amazing. It's great. I, there was one guy, he took auto body and auto mechanic he graduated high school. He now owns his own truck, a tow truck. What? And it's amazing. Wow. You, know, you say, here's a kid, he's 19 years old, and he's an entrepreneur. That's what he wanted to do, and it's, uh, that, that's one of my favorite stories. <laughs> We're talking about workforce, but also just all of these other initiatives that you mentioned and talking about your membership and how they engage. How does your membership work together to drive economic progress in some of these key initiatives? How are they supporting the efforts that you're pushing out into the community? They almost create the efforts. I love that. It's member-driven is what we try to follow. Um, The economic progress is all about growth, and it really does take a village. I know Mm -hmm. people hate that term, (laughs) Um, but to think about it, our members do a great job helping owners connect with local business to assist in their growing. Everybody knows a guy, you know, um, that can do that next step. And it helps to have people around you that they've actually walked in those shoes. So with growth, we create jobs and creating jobs includes creating a pool of skilled employees. 
WBIA has been working with the parish on how we can streamline the permit process. The industrial rezoning is still in the works mm -hmm. and may take another year before that piece um, actually falls into place. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, those, those types of things, you know, where insurance, banking, construction, security systems, those are almost the easy parts for owners. But where WBIA can come in to help with utilities, um, meeting with your councilmen, the Army Corps, levy board, or, you know, we try to find people that can help you go through the rules and regulations and steps, how it all happens. Um, of course, we have economic development leaders like JEDCO and GNO that are amazing at what they do. And working together, WBIA can connect the business or municipality in some cases to funds or projects that fit their needs. My job is to listen, and mm -hmm. to listen a lot, so I can be aware of what members are looking for, who's ready to grow, who's looking to move or pivot, start something new tomorrow. So the WBIA board is made up of a great mix of business and industry. Those talents all work together to seek out solutions that, that a lot of people can benefit from. Key initiatives in Jefferson right now would include the permit process, career technical training, the industry-based certifications, public safety that includes crime, litter, the homelessness. Some slow moving but ongoing always is infrastructure. Mm -hmm. The sought after Peters Road Extension project that includes moving the rail out of Gretna and the education workforce always seems to have a new industry coming up with a new certification need. So there's a lot. That is a lot, geez. But that's great. I love that they're that the WBIA is so engaged in so many of these different things. And I'm really grateful that you mentioned JEDCO and your partnerships with the different organizations that help push those um, those initiatives forward and, and can provide some support. One of the things I love so much about Jefferson Parish and this this region in general is just like there's so much synergy and collaboration and people seem to really enjoy working together. And so I want to talk about your partnership with JEDCO. Um, can, you, can you talk a little bit about how you work together with JEDCO and why it's so important for a collaboration like this to exist? So JEDCO was created in the late 80s, mm -hmm. brought on by the oil crash. <laughs> um, a group of very successful Jefferson Parish leaders th saw the recession coming and they really wanted to do what they could to retain business here. Um, and maybe if they planned well enough, they could attract some new industry. And I think JEDCO was created um, very mindful and a show of what kind of leaders we have here. Um, I always send people who want to start a new business or even move their business to Jefferson, grow their business. I eventually, it's a comment that says, have you talked to JEDCO mm -hmm. yet? Because I know that's what you do specifically here. And you are the, the expert in the field. I have a general knowledge, but I know who, JEDCO and GNO are really the, the king and queen over here. Um, it's, it's a great asset for would-be business owners and growing businesses to take advantage of the resources at JEDCO. 
I know you can offer business planning, loan programs, maybe some tax incentives. Um, and then WBIA, while we can offer a very different perspective with members to more member-to-member -member guidance. Mm -hmm. So JEDCO puts the owner's vision to paper and WBIA helps with the task at hand so the new creation can become reality. I don't know if that makes sense to you. Yeah, no, that but, sounds um, perfect. <laughs> and of course, personally, my dad was one of those business leaders. Yeah, yes. Um, so after Katrina, he actually led this group. It, it is very near and dear to my heart to make sure that it continues to be the success. I also want to talk about the fact that you've been executive director of the WBIA for a good while. Um, can you talk about just some of the changes that you've seen in the region over that time, in the organization? What has, what's different as, as uh, from when you started? It's been almost nine years. <laughs> when I first started, there was a question to even keep the organization going. The Harvey Canal had been through the oil crash, BP spill, Katrina. The, the hits really just kept coming mm -hmm. along the canal. Mm -hmm. The members voted to stay the course. And after a year or two, like I said earlier, the public officials had come to them to really expand and open it to the entire West Bank. They did do that. Um, and. They have kept some tradition going. One of the things that nobody wants to let go, uh, you, it's as simple as a monthly membership luncheon. Mm -hmm. For some reason, that is their cup of tea, right? They enjoy coming together. They really get to s exchange ideas. Mm -hmm. We have keynote speakers that come in and keep them informed of what those hot topics mm -hmm. are and what's being done about them. So we, um, we host the meetings. There's some networking available at the beginning of it, but then again, I guess it's more about education and information yeah. throughout the, the meeting. Um, workforce has always been an issue. It continues to be an issue. Um, it's seen different things. I believe it was Harvey Canal people that even started the whole workers' comp. I remember my father huh. being in front of that initiative, and we would travel to Baton Rouge together to fight about that and, wow. and get something done, and now we have workers' comp, right? The, that's, it's just amazing some of the things that they've worked through. Um, we've seen a lot of businesses close. Some have moved away, some have left due to financial choices. COVID was just one more hit. Mm -hmm. But the, we've also seen the new businesses come in with new industry, you know, this Gulf wind that's happening, the fiber optics people that are come in. Um, just here on the West Bank, we have a brewery, you know, it's yeah. just crazy that some of the things that have popped up. So. At WBIA, while we have more small businesses, we now have more women leaders, and we're beginning to finally see some diversity. I wish it were more, and I'm working on that diligently. Um, every year, I do get a new president, which means a new boss and a new priority. <laughs> some of the uh, incoming presidents 
have um, worked on membership, Peters Road, the Bell Chase Bridge, workforce, coastal protection and restoration, um, a lot of infrastructure we see in the government, which takes a, a long time, as you know. So while changes in the government are slow, changes in the school system um, seem to have sped up in the past few years. And I don't, it's, Jefferson Parish is larger than what the eye takes in. So when you think about Metairie to Grand Isle, um, it's, it's not easy to make a change mm -hmm. across that diverse and culturally different population. So we see it um, and we, we embrace it when they come to us and some days I have to learn about new things and that's a great thing for us because it just seems to connect more dots when we do discover a different perspective. So I don't, I, there's so many different things that have changed and yet the foundation remains very stable in tradition. I, I love that. I think that's that's a perfect response to that. It's, it, I mean, obviously over nine years, a lot is going to change. I um, and I think it's I think it's really neat that you mentioned that there are so many things that keep that keep you learning and engaging and growing as a person too, as you're experience all in, experiencing all of these changes and being approached with different initiatives and projects. Um, what is your favorite part about this job? The people. Uh, really, um, I think somebody once told me that they enjoy coming to WBIA events because they feel like they're seeing family when they walk in the room. Oh, I love that. And that is one of the best compliments you can give me and my big staff, you know. Um, it's, it's making the connections. The more I get involved with I can break down some of the silos because I think what happens, we're all fighting for the same thing, but we live inside of our own little circle of mm -hmm. people. So when I go to an Algiers Economic Development event and a Plaquemines Association and Business event and a JEDCO event and a Chamber event and, you know, and GNO, suddenly the, the topics do intertwine. There's this thread that that we have that's running through all of us. But for some reason, instead of collectively coming together and working more efficiently and probably much more effectively, we tend to live in a silo and we don't realize what the other guy is doing. We need to do a better job at working together. Is there a way that we're already starting to do that, where people are talking more, or is there more engagement happening that you've seen in recent years, perhaps? The coalition groups are a great example. Um, there's a flood co coalition group. Obviously, that's flood insurance and FEMA and risk rating 2.0. It's just crazy um, to see how big that group has grown. It's from Texas all the way to New York, mm -hmm. I guess now. So the whole coast is being wow. covered in those phone conversations. But we have, um, you know, Southeast Regional Business Group that gets together 
to really try to come together, figure out how we can solve these issues as a group. It just, the conversation has to be there and you need to be open mm -hmm. to the conversations. I think people don't listen enough to hear what the other person is saying because if you really open yourself up to listening to the issues, then maybe you can connect the dots. I don't need to recreate the wheel. Mm -hmm. I just want to shine it up so it rolls faster. <laughs> I like that. That's a good analogy. <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't need to be in charge. I just would like to make it more efficient. Yeah. I, well, I, I like to see that there is progress in that area and that, yes. you know, and especially I think too in Jefferson Parish, which is going to be the next question I have here, is I do feel like there are so many organizations and entities and elected officials that are rowing in the same direction and really open to listening to one another. Um, what do you think makes Jefferson Parish, as we're talking about JP, um, an ideal place to live and do business? If you were talking to someone about possibly locating to our community, what would you tell them? Mm -hmm. Jefferson's great. When people think of New Orleans, I think they think of Jefferson a lot of times. Um, we have land to create a space for new business. We have a river that makes us global. We have diverse schools, an exceptional sheriff, a council that works hard to balance business and residential needs, educated population that's involved with the success of Jefferson. We have world-class healthcare, great restaurants, Lake Pontchartrain for fishing and boating, and let's not forget, we have the International Airport. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we need some help with housing. Um, it's very outdated, not affordable to most. At a time when people want smaller and more walkable housing, we've eliminated duplexes and fourplexes. Uh, it's something we probably need to go back and rethink. Mm -hmm. And the schools need more support. Um, we do have good schools in Jefferson Parish, and I think they are definitely on the right track to hire even, you know, to fill all of those teacher positions. Again, Dr. Gray has a great vision, and it's about the students and the teachers. And I think that's going to provide us a much better education for Jefferson Parish. Yeah, I love that you mentioned that. And I think too, just talking about housing stock, that has been an area of focus for JEDCO. Um, I think a lot of times people don't think about the fact that an economic development agency would be interested in, in housing, but that is a piece of quality of life, which all ties together. Economic development is oftentimes so much more than just bringing a new business into the community and making sure that it um, continues to thrive because the pieces of you know bringing a new business also include bringing new people and right. so we're so focused on trying to bring that next generation of, of home buyer into the area um, we did a, a model home um, a couple of years ago in Terrytown that we helped get constructed um, there's a the housing stock enhancement strategic plan where we're looking at doing some facade improvement so we totally agree that there is a, a need for some improvement in those in that space Correct. but I'm 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 really happy to to know that we are hopefully moving in the right direction there right and I think coming from out of state I'm one of those people born and raised here mm -hmm. moved away um, when you are moving for corporate America mm -hmm. 
it's not just the guy getting the job. Yep. I was the wife with the children that had to find the good schools, the nice neighborhoods, where we're going to live. Mm -hmm. um, is and there child care? That's right. That kind of thing. And really, that's a that's a struggle that we're not meeting that need. Mm -hmm. We can attract business here, and then they start looking, well, where are we going to live? Where are our children going to go to school? Um, we need to really yeah. do better. Yeah, there. yeah. I, I think that's it's it's why it's one of our initiatives, one of our EDGE initiatives, which is our long-term economic development strategic plan um, for the parish. That is a big piece of it is quality of life and placemaking and looking at walkability, looking at child care, looking at education. So, um, you know, it's a, it's a really a holistic approach to economic development and and quality of life overall, which is, you know, it's so important that we have partners like WBIA, like our parish council, like the Jefferson Chamber, who are all getting engaged in this as well. So um, it's it's important and we're, we're all doing Trying. our part, which yes. is great. <laughs> um, let's, I wanna be cognizant of your time here. So what's next for the WBIA? Are there any exciting projects coming up that you wanna talk about? Uh, it really depends on what the members want. <laughs> Um, our priorities are from the members, the issues they deal with um, and want a voice in finding a solution. I do see insurance, transportation and logistics, uh, the ports being so disconnected, it is problematic. Um, the CPRA projects and of course workforce. Mm -hmm. We survived the pandemic. We are seeing an uptick in membership again. Our monthly luncheons have the same businesses in the room with different faces from month to month. I find that exciting. Um, it's great that we've rallied all the levels of management to come in um, to access, um, I don't know, it's, WBIA is, is open to all the people, all types of business. I kind of try to explain to people you may not need us every day, but when the day comes and you do need us, we can help with those answers. And really, if I can't figure it out, we can at least connect you to someone who can, and we'll put you in front of the right person. I do feel like I'm the extension to a lot of businesses, and I'm surprised even sometimes when the big companies will call and get you know, a question that's, I find is simple. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh my gosh, they didn't know that person. How could they not know that is the person to talk to about that subject? So it's it's a rewarding um, job. No, we'll see, we'll see. We will take in new offices in January and it'll be interesting to see what the new president's priority will be. Gotcha. Um, you mentioned membership. Uh, how can a business get involved with the WBIA if, if they're interested in becoming a member, if they um, want to meet with some of your members, how do they get involved? Call me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will personally answer the phone or your email. Uh, you can find us online at WBIANOLA.com. Um, WBIA is a full volunteer board. They serve to serve the members and um, try us out at a luncheon. We meet the first Thursday of each month. Next month, 
is December 7th, I think, is the Thursday. And we will have the um, Scott Walker as Council at Large mm -hmm. and Jennifer Van Branken as Council at Large elect will be speaking about what's ahead for the West Bank and Jefferson Parish. Great. And I have attended some of those events in the past. They're really good. I highly encourage everyone to take advantage and, and check those out. Um, they're a really great resource and fantastic for networking. So certainly um, something that uh, anybody who is interested or possibly would want to get engaged, it's a great sort of touch point. Um, what is the most important thing you want people to know about the WBIA as we wrap up this conversation? I always like to ask this at the end. We are here to serve you. We are the premier networking organization on the West Bank of New Orleans. Our tagline has been the voice of the business community since 1946. It still holds true. WBIA does hold a seat on the JEDCO uh, board mm -hmm. of commissioners. We also hold a seat on the um, Southeast Levy Flood Protection West, CPRA, the Port of New Orleans nominating committee for the two Jefferson Parish commissioners, Jefferson Parish ReadyNet Advisory Board, Jefferson Parish Career Technical Education Advisory Board, and Jefferson Parish Workforce Development Board. We really have feelers out across the West Bank. Um, we might be in the back of the room, quietly listening, but we're always at the table with some ideas at the end of the day. So come, check us out. I love it. I love it. Is there anything I missed? Anything you want to add that I didn't mention or ask? For now, that's a lot of information. I hope people find it um, helpful and really call. Call and if I can't help you, I'll find somebody that can help. Perfect. And I will share um, links to your website and your contact information in the show notes. Um, so everyone take a look there. And then Lisa, I just, I so appreciate your time. Thank you for this wonderful interview. I really feel like it was so illuminating and I hope other people will enjoy it as much as I did. Thanks, Kelsey. Keep up the great work. Thank you. A big thanks to Lisa for taking time out of her busy schedule to be on the show. We have a link to the WBIA's website and contact information in our show notes in case you would like to learn more. We are working hard to continue releasing new episodes of the Jefferson Parish Pulse, so we hope you will keep on tuning in. We'll be sharing links to all of our episodes on our social media platforms. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Jedco underscore news, on Facebook at Jefferson Parish Economic Development, and at LinkedIn at JP Economic Development. You can also visit our website at jedco.org. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a rating or a review. Your feedback is important to us and your reviews help other listeners find our show. It is so appreciated. If you have recommendations for guests who should be on the show, please email me at casegram at jedco.org. I would love to hear from you. We'll be back with new episodes soon. As always, thank you so much for listening.